Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's a rainy day here in Raleigh, North Carolina, and thank you all for listening to Third Gear, a Formula One podcast. I'm Kate Egan, a marketing major with a passion for Formula One, and in this week's episode, let's talk about the insane race weekend that took place last weekend in Monaco and prepare for this coming weekend's race in Spain. I know that I didn't upload an episode last week, but there's been a bit of a modified podcast schedule. From now on, the podcast will be coming out every other Thursday at 3 p.m., And during the off weeks, I'm going to be working on occasionally uploading other content on various platforms. I appreciate all of you that listen to the podcast, and be sure to send me topics and ideas you may have for future episodes. Now let's start talking about Monaco. Two weeks ago, we were supposed to have the first race of the triple header in Imola, but due to massive flooding, the race was cancelled. This past weekend, we were able to get racing on the streets of Monaco. There were some adjustments that occurred going into the race weekend. Some teams had planned on bringing their upgrades to Imola as its track conditions allow for new features on the cars to be tested well. However, due to the cancellation of that Grand Prix, some teams brought their upgrade to Monaco instead. Monaco is not really a track that's typically used for updating vehicles or testing out new upgrades um, as its tight corners and typically slow speeds mean that you won't get a full understanding of how these parts actually work. One of the teams that brought upgrades this weekend to Monaco was Mercedes, and it seemed to work out for them in the first practice session. Hamilton was able to set the third fastest time of the session in the new and approved W14. Despite Mercedes bringing their upgrades to Monaco, a lot of the teams will be bringing their upgrades to Spain this weekend, so we'll keep an eye out for that as well. Both Nico Hulkenberg and Alex Albon had incidents into the session and were unable to rejoin after their crashes. Also in practice session one, Verstappen complained about bottoming and rear issues affecting his car. The finishing order for the first session of practice had Carlos Sainz leading the grid order, followed by Fernando Alonso and then Lewis Hamilton in third. Practice session two, which also took place on Friday, um, Max Verstappen was back on top in the second practice session after complaining about his issues earlier that day. Um, The Ferrari were close behind the Red Bull driver, however. Carlos Sainz did unfortunately crash out during a flying lap after setting a third best time of the session, and many drivers struggled with traffic during the session, like Fernando Alonso and Lando Norris both audibly complained about it over their team radios. Uh, Alex Albon was also able to join the session for about 10 minutes after the extensive repairs that his car had to undergo after his shunt in the first section. And the top three drivers for the second session had Max Verstappen setting the fastest time, followed by the Ferraris of Leclerc and Carlos Sainz. When you're going into the race weekend at Monaco, it's set up a little bit differently than most other tracks. The practice sessions mostly focus on putting qualifying type times on the board and running fast laps rather than testing for the actual race itself. This is because typically in Monaco, it's difficult to pass and drivers focus on qualifying to help them secure their spot in the race. So for practice sessions, drivers continue to work on their qualifying simulation runs rather than focusing on maybe race endurance or how the tires might degrade after a while. So in the third practice session, drivers continue to work on setting qualifying style laps and Max Verstappen set the fastest time of the session. Kevin Magnussen was forced to stop his car after complaining about a lack of power, which brought out a virtual safety car. And then shortly after the session resumed, Hamilton crashed his newly upgraded Mercedes in the exit of turn five, which brought out a red flag that ended the session short. The top three of the last practice session of the weekend was Max Verstappen, leading his teammate Sergio Perez, and then finishing with the third fastest time was Lance Stroll. 
Now, qualifying was definitely the highlight of my weekend, despite the race itself actually being super interesting with the crazy weather and incident-prone laps that were going on. Qualifying was full of surprises and close calls, and the last few minutes of Q3 were some of the most exciting racing times I've ever seen in qualifying before. So starting out with Q1, about halfway through the session, the top three had both McLarens and Zhou Guan Yu topping the time as the rest of the drivers continued to set flying laps. While most drivers were doing well with grip on the street circuit, Sergio Perez actually lost control of his Red Bull and slammed into the wall while going through St. Devotee, bringing out red flags and ending his qualifying after winning the year prior. So it was a huge shock. I mean, like, mouth open, jaw on the floor. Sergio Perez typically does so well around these street circuits, and although technically he's had an incident in qualifying in Monaco before, that one's kind of up in the air about the legitimacy of it all. I don't really know, so this one was quite a shock up from the king of street circuits himself. As the session resumed, the top times began switching between Fernando Alonso and Max Verstappen, even at one point having Yuki Tsunoda leading the session. Uh, Hamilton seemed to be struggling quite a bit in his Mercedes after the crash earlier that day, but he was able to set a fast enough time to move him into the top 15. So, eliminating Q1, we had Perez, who was starting in last, with Zhou Guanyu, Hulkenberg, Magnussen, and Sargent. Q2 didn't feature any shocking crashes, however, drivers managed to put in faster times, with Verstappen once again setting the fastest time of the session. Hamilton continued to complain about issues with rear suspension and Norris brushed the wall, requiring him to go into the pits to receive repairs. However, his time was fast enough to get him through, and the drivers eliminated were Botas, Stroll, Albon, DeVries, and Piastri. Now on to the final session of qualifying, the most exciting session I've watched in a really long time. The top drivers continued to trade pole position times, leaving fans on the edge of their seats to see who would finish in the session on top. It started off with Verstappen setting the fastest time, but Fernando Alonso quickly took the pole sitting lap with a 111.706. Then Verstappen traded times with him again and set a 111.654. And then Esteban Alcon got up there and took pole. Up next, home race Charles Leclerc set the fastest time with a 111.471, which if he held it would have been his third consecutive pole position here in Monaco, but it was taken by Alonso. Then, as the session is coming to an end and the checkered flag is out, drivers go to make their last flying lap, and Verstappen was one of these drivers. The first and second sectors, their yellows, their personal bests, were not even really thinking he's going to get it. I literally was sitting there thinking, ah, he's not going to get it, but, you know, worth a shot. Verstappen used every millimeter of track to lose three-tenths of a second in just the final third sector in order to start the race on pole for Sunday. It was shocking. I mean, like, I uploaded a video on my TikTok of the audio recording of my family watching it live, and, like, it's, like, doubt. We're like, ah, he tried. Oh, wow. But awesome, Fernando starting pole. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, my God, are you kidding? Like, it was the most unbelievable last sector I have ever seen. He used every inch of the track, wall to wall, brushing, tapping, hitting it maybe slightly too hard. It freaked me out. I was like, ah, he's gonna, he's gonna wreck it. He's gonna wreck it. Oh my gosh. It looked like it was gonna be Alonzo, and even after Max started his lap, I thought it was gonna be Alonzo. Towards the end, I was also thinking it reminded me of Jetta qualifying in 2021, 
where Mercedes had set that absolute flyer of a lap and then Max was finishing up his last flying lap and it was just like the most perfect lap you have ever seen it was so beautiful I the best qualifying lap that never was or whatever because you know that last turn he smacked the wall and it was over and I was totally waiting for that to happen again where he was going to clip the wall just a little too hard and just wreck the rest of the qualifying session for himself but he pulled it off which is insane uh after he crossed the line and took pole it was amazing shocking incredible feat from the dutchman and it's definitely become one of my favorite qualifying sessions to date so the starting order for the monaco grand prix has max verstappen on pole with fernando alonso starting next to him on the front row they were followed by Esteban Ocon, Carlos Sainz, Lewis Hamilton, and then Charles Leclerc in sixth, who received a three-place grid penalty post-qualifying for blocking Lando Norris's flying lap. Then followed by Pierre Gasly, George Russell, Yuki Tsunoda, and then Lando Norris to finish out the top ten. Then came Sunday race day. Normally, the Monaco Grand Prix doesn't bring the most exciting of races. However, this year's race brought weather, confusion, incidents, drama. It was incredibly exciting, and the race was so enjoyable to watch, which is something I don't often expect from Monaco, but was incredibly happy about. Uh, starting off the race, Max Verstappen got a great start. He opted for the medium compound tire while Fernando Alonso started the race on hards. And in the opening lap, minor contact between Hulkenberg and Zhou Guanyu at the back of the grid caused both of them to pit early into the race. Also involved in opening lap contact was Sergeant and Stroll, however, they remained relatively intact. Hulkenberg received a five-second penalty for causing a collision early into the race. And as we continued on, we also saw signs clip the back of Esteban Alcon, which resulted in damage to his front wing end plate. The first half of the race was relatively standard with a few passes here and there, but mostly drivers focused on not shunting their cars into the wall. Williams was struggling for sure. Logan Sargent ran out of hard compound tires and he just ran a few laps on soft. I think they were using the race as more of a learning strategy session for him uh, than an actual race for points or anything. Sainz was super frustrated with the Ferrari strategy and complained that his pit had him coming out not where he wanted to be. Ferrari called him in for an undercut and it ended up not working out exactly as planned. Uh, he came out behind Lewis Hamilton, which was not ideal. As the race continued, Verstappen had managed to make his medium tires last as long as Fernando had his hard compound tires on. But as the rain started to hit about half of the track, conditions were difficult to get a read on and thus the craziness begun. The rain initially was like a few pitter patters on one half of the track, so the other half was completely dry and drivers were driving, slipping around, sliding through the wet sectors and then coming out of the tunnel and it being completely dry. No one was sure whether to put on intermediates, if the rain was going to get worse, should we stay on slicks? It was craziness. Um, and then all of a sudden, it became a straight downpour in just that half of the track. Like, you would cut, you'd be watching one driver's lap, and it'd be beautiful, dry, sunny Monaco. And then all of a sudden, they switch to another point of view, and someone is sliding and torrential downpour, and it was insane. And then as the rain started to cover the entirety of the track, cars started going in. As the rain started to spread across the entire track, Alonso was called into the pits and put on medium tires, which soon turned out to be a mistake, and he had to pit again for intermediates. The heavy downpour also caused almost every driver to put on the intermediate tires, 
and Verstappen was able to crawl through the conditions in his worn medium tires and pitted for enters. We saw several drivers sliding around, including Carlos Sainz as he slowly did a 180 into the Maribo corner. We saw Kevin Magnussen spin around at St. Divity as he hadn't even pitted yet. Uh, he was still on his slick tires. We also saw George Russell receive a five-second penalty for rejoining the track after sliding out into the Maribo and then colliding with Sergio Perez on his way out. Stroll lost his front wing as he tried to navigate the wet around the hairpin, um, which was unfortunate. He hit the wall, front wing came off, and then got stuck on his tire, and then he couldn't turn, and then he ran into the wall again, which eventually caused him to retire. And then we also saw Sergio Perez slipping through the swimming pool chicane, and it was just a mess. And then in all of that, Hulkenberg received a 10-second penalty for not serving his 5-second penalty correctly. After all the craziness of pitting and drivers trying to make it through the rainy conditions in Monaco, the race ended as Tom Holland waved the checkered flag, and Max Verstappen won the race with a gap of 27.921 seconds ahead of Fernando Alonso. Rounding out the podium positions came Esteban Ocon and the Alpine, and the finishing order following the podium had Lewis Hamilton, George Russell, Charles Leclerc, Pierre Gasly, Carlos Sainz, Lando Norris, and Oscar Piastri finishing up the top 10. Then came Bottas, De Vries, Guan Yu, Albon, Sonoda, Perez, Hulkenberg, and Sargent, with both Magnussen and Stroll not finishing the race. All in all, the race was super exciting. I absolutely encourage you guys to go check out the highlights on YouTube. Formula One posts them after every race. It was so fun. I mean, like, the first half was all right. You know, we were kind of like, yeah, standard Monaco race. And then all of a sudden, they were like, yeah, there's a slight chance of rain coming up shortly in the next 15 minutes, next 15 laps, whatever. And all of a sudden, it starts to sprinkle, and we're like, oh, boy, here we go. And then it just and it was the rest was chaos I was like me being a Verstappen fan was nervous that his medium tires weren't going to get him back to the pits and Red Bull was like just wait just wait just wait and Max was like I can't wait like I'm telling you man these tires were shot but he made it and then poor Fernando Alonso was told to put on the mediums and then it started raining and he had to pit again I'm glad he didn't lose any positioning but he could have been right up behind Verstappen I think um, I'm glad to see Esteban Alcon on the podium. I'm a big fan of his, too, so I'm really glad that happened. Uh, another unfortunate home Grand Prix for Charles. I truly hope that his bad luck breaks, hopefully next year. Maybe he'll get a win. Um, and I'm also heartbroken for Carlos Sainz, who had a pretty good race going. Uh, strategy didn't work in his favor, and he had a couple incidents running, um, around the track, so... Not the greatest of races for him. Glad to see the McLarens, Lana Norris and Oscar Piastri in the top 10. That was pretty good. Probably one of their best results of the season outside of Australia. But half the grid crashed there. So like that one's kind of in the air on whether it's <laughs> as good as it could have been. Um, Yeah, that was quite the exciting Monaco Grand Prix. So let's talk a little bit about Spain this weekend. So today's media day in Spain. Tomorrow we'll start practice sessions one and two. So yeah, the, welcome to Spain. It's a home race for both Carlos Sainz and Fernando Alonso. The circuit to Barcelona, Catalunya is 66 laps long with a track distance of 4.657 kilometers or 2.9 miles. 
The track itself is a mixture of everything, elevation changes, high speed corners, low speed corners, long straights, and a lot of features that really put the car to the test, which is exactly why it's chosen for preseason winter testing. There are two DRS zones on the track in between turns 9 and 10 and then along the main straight, and the circuit is made up of 14 corners after the track has been slightly altered, with the final chicane being removed for the 2023 Grand Prix. And the three hardest tire compounds will be brought this weekend, the C1, C2, and C3. Last year, Max Verstappen won the 2022 Spanish Grand Prix, which is also the same race that he won his debut race with Red Bull in 2016 at. And then Sergio Perez came in second, and George Russell grabbed the last podium spot. I think that qualifying is going to have Max Verstappen set the fastest time and start the race from pole, with Sergio Perez starting second and Fernando Alonso starting third, but then I think that the race order is going to finish with Max Verstappen winning, Fernando Alonso in second, and then Sergio Perez in third. That being said, my dream race finish would be Fernando Alonso taking his 33rd win at his home race, and then Carlos Sainz taking second, and whoever wants to come third can come third. (laughs) I think the fastest lap is going to go to Sergio Perez, and I think that driver of the day is going to be Fernando Alonso. So we'll see how I do and there will not be a podcast episode next week but there may be some other sort of content coming your way so keep an eye out for that and then in two weeks I will be meeting you guys again for another podcast episode hopefully next episode we'll have some special guests join us instead of just me so yeah thank you guys all so much for listening I really appreciate all of the support and listeners that I gain from this podcast please let me know if you guys have any ideas for potential episodes in the future You can leave them on my Spotify in the Q&A session as well as on my Instagram, social media, any other platform you can. I'll keep an eye out for those. Yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Take care of yourselves.